This is a Vision Connect exclusive interview. Good evening, Ganesh. This is Marilyn from Vision Connect. And I'm going to be doing an interview with you this evening. How are you? I am fine. I'm fine. That's good. So tell me about Ganesh. All right. There's so much to say. Um, Where should I start? Should I start from being... From the beginning. All right. (laughs) Um, first of all, I must inform the persons that are going to listen to this um, podcast that I am blind. I have been blind since I was 17. Um, for most of my life prior to that, I wore vertical glasses. So I had uh, sight problems from probably the age of seven. I was fortunate to be able to live a normal childhood um, and to have a normal uh, life prior to 17. You know, doing all the things that teenagers would do, um, or kids growing up in the countryside and so on. You know, enjoying the um, the bushes and the trenches like what we have in Ghana, and most persons might be aware of. But mm-hmm. I was at the same time I also excelled academically because um, I did well um, at the primary school and I attended Saint Stanislaus College, which mm-hmm. is one of the, the top three schools in Guyana, high schools, mm-hmm. and I wrote CX in 2000, and around that same time I was losing my sight rapidly due to glaucoma. So, okay. uh, probably a few months after writing CXE, I my sight went totally. That period oh. was pretty devastating because of the lack of awareness, what could be done, where I could go what services are available for me and so on. So I really didn't know what to do at that time and I was totally depressed, isolated from society. Just put myself into a little eggshell and that's it. Okay. Wow. Okay, so um, do they have um, services for the blind and visually impaired in Guyana? Um, Actually, when I, I really came out um, and reintegrated myself into society. Um, they were not that many, to be honest. Um, blind cricket is what really draw. It, it drew me out from my, my shell because mm-hmm. when I heard of the sport and I had a passion for cricket prior to losing my sight, and even when I was blind at home, um, I used to actually play um, a lot of ball cricket before I lost my sight. Okay. So I had a passion, and then I got involved in blind cricket and. You know, I played for Ghana, I played for the West Indies and so on in 2006. Mm-hmm. So that really provided me with the uh, uh, avenue of forum to meet other persons who are blind and visually impaired from across the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, and persons that acted as inspiration, you know, because I saw what their lives were. Persons that had their degrees, they were going to university, they were employed, they were married, they had families and things like that. So I saw that. You know, this is normal. A blind person could have a normal life. And, you know, everything just transformed then and there for me. And from 2006 to present, I've been actively involved in the disability community in various mm-hmm. capacities. I hold a number of uh, portfolios. And at the same time, I've been develop my, developing myself okay. academically and professionally. Okay. So, were you able to further your education since you lo- you were losing your sight in high um, school? 
well, I I was able to actually get seven subjects at the CXC level with pretty good grades, grades ones and twos. At that time, although my sight was pretty bad, mm. um, but that was uh, nothing at that time, you know. Um, I couldn't use it when I was home for that five years because I really lost all hope. Mm. Um, you know, and as I said, you know, things were pretty bad then. Uh, but when I got reintegrated, I, I, you know, met other people. I was, I learned how to use the cane, and you know, eventually I learned bit by bit, and then technology really took over. Mm-hmm. I was, I was taught how to use the computer by uh, another blind person who came from the UK to the, um, to work as a volunteer in Ghana, and mm-hmm. I used that knowledge, and eventually I started to teach other blind persons here in Ghana to use the computer using JAWS. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I was one of the first persons to actually teach JAWS um, here in Ghana. Okay. And eventually I, I developed other programs and stuff like that, which I will get into eventually. But um, academically, I've been in 2012, I started uh, my undergraduate degree, which I completed in 2016, uh, a degree in social work. A bachelor's okay. degree, mm-hmm. uh, which I graduated with a distinction. Mm-hmm. I subsequently did my master's in social work. Again, I graduated with a distinction, and I recently completed a postgraduate diploma in education mm-hmm. with a concentration in higher education. So I'm qualified as a lecturer. Um, oh, okay. So I'm gonna graduate in November with that. And, Probably I'm going to head in the direction of a PhD in a year or two years' time. I just oh. need a break right now for the study. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Okay, so when you said um, that you learned mobility, um, were you did you self-teach yourself mobility, or did you have a mobility instructor to teach you how to use the All cane? Right, um, initially, I was taught how to use the cane by a mobility instructor. Okay. Um, I was very stubborn because at that time I really didn't accept my blindness fully. Mm-hmm. So I was ashamed to use the cane. But eventually, as I said, socializing with other blind persons and seeing how they used the cane and how they independent they were, it mm-hmm. motivated me. And additionally, um, I mentioned the young lady that was blind that came from the UK mm-hmm. um, to do some work. You know, she actually did a lot. Um, for me in relation to accepting my balance and using the cane and, and, and being more independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had some work done by persons around me, but honestly, I I think I taught myself a lot in relation to being more independent because because of me um, having sight prior to, to going blind, mm-hmm. my sense of direction is pretty good. I have a very, very good sense of direction. Mm-hmm. So it's much more easier to navigate as a blind person using the cane. Mm. Okay. okay. Um, and when you first started losing your sight or after you lost your sight, the friends and family that you had, were they supportive? Yes. Um, one of the good things and one of the assets I had for me was the support network I had around me because my parents and my, um, well, I only have one sister. 
she was pretty young at that time, but she was also supportive. But I had uh, uh, cousins and aunts and so on that were around me, that were in my circle. Mm-hmm. That provided that support when I was in that that very dark hole. Mm. Um, I also had a few friends because although I stopped socializing and going out to places and stuff, the guys would still visit me at home mm-hmm. um, and we would interact and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, after a while, a few of them drop off, but there were a few mm-hmm. that stopped by me and, and, you know, we still remain friends today. Um, but yes, I had a very good support network and I think that is what really um, helped me a whole lot to being where I am today. Right. Okay. Yeah. A good support group is always a positive It is quite thing. essential. It is quite essential for any person with a disability if they're going to become independent and, and, and have a normal life. They need a support network around them. Right. Okay. So you have a degree in social working, a yes. degree in instruction, and what's the other degree? Well, I have a, a master's and a bachelor's degree in social work, and I have a postgraduate diploma in education, as okay. I'm qualified to be a lecturer at the tertiary level, the university level. Right. Okay. Mm, that's very in- inspiring as well. Okay. And you um, said, uh, are you still involved in cricket? I'm still involved with cricket and I'm involved in a number of things which I will list if you so wish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm presently, I'm still playing cricket um, for Guyana. I played uh, on the last West Indies team they had in 2017. I was um, with uh, that team in India and I was the leading wicket taker. Well, I took the most wickets for those who know cricket uh, for the West Indies team. Um, I am also an advocate, you know, I'm very much involved in disability advocacy here in Guyana and across the Caribbean because I'm also um, I'm also with the Caribbean Council for the Blind. I'm the secretary for the Caribbean Council for the Blind. Um, And I recently um, came off of the Disabled People International North American Caribbean region. I was the secretary. But because of serving two terms, I had to relinquish my position. So, because there's a term limit on that. But here in Guyana, I serve as the CXC program coordinator at the Guyana Society for the Blind. And I'm also a CXC teacher there because that's a program I started in 2013 where we use computers with JAWS to teach Mm -hmm. persons who are blind Mm -hmm. the CXC curriculum. And, And that program has basically transform the lives of 40 persons with varying types of disabilities who would not have had a chance to write CXC. They were able to do that through our program and now their lives are totally different. Some are at university, some have completed their degrees, some are employed. So all because of that program, their lives are totally different now. But I'm still with that. I'm still with the, I serve on the National Commission on Disability as Mm -hmm. a commissioner representing mm. the disability community. I'm also a director of the um, an, an agency called the Board of Industrial Training, where we do training with young persons across Guyana. Mm-hmm. And I'm also the program coordinator for the Guyana Council Organization for Persons with Disabilities. Mm-hmm. So I go across Guyana and we coordinate training programs for people with disabilities 
whether it's in skills here, like cosmetology, computer repairs, web designing. We do these programs to empower them so that they can get employment. And right. we also have other projects that I report in. So that's my one of my um, you know main jobs along with teaching. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a life skills instructor at a lot of institutions for persons with disabilities, a training institution. I work there part time too. And you know, I'm involved with other projects from time to time on a consultancy basis with other agencies. Mm-hmm. And and when I'm with involved also with the Young Voices Ghana Group, it's a youth group for persons with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I coordinate programs there on a voluntary basis. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very much involved, and I'm also involved in the the media because I I have two radio programs that I host and I also produce. Um, one is a weekly show that is aired every Wednesday night, and I have a daily show which airs from 7 to 8 p.m. Um, all have a disability focus, and you know they're pretty. Uh, one of the registrations, it's pretty popular. So, so yeah, those are the things that I'm involved with presently, and yeah, professionally, academically. Okay, so now your your um, radio shows are they um, streamed live? Yeah, they are streamed um, online to uh, the websites, both um, registrations and websites. Okay. But you can also get the the one I do on Radio Guyana. You mm-hmm. can get them on Radio Guyana International at TuneIn. So if you go oh, okay. TuneIn, persons can get that mm-hmm. Radio Guyana mm-hmm. International, um, seven to eight PM every weeknight. Mm-hmm. And the website, um, but just Google Radio Guyana to be honest, because I can't remember the exact, exact web address. Okay. And then, and the other one is ntntv-radio.com. That's their website, ntntv-radio.com, mm-hmm. and, and that's where I'm on every Wednesday evening at thirteen. Oh, okay. Now, when you say that you are an advocate or you do a lot for um, people with disabilities. Is it only the visually impaired or uh, no, is it all no. disabilities? Um, I've, my work really started in working with persons who are blind and visually impaired. Mm-hmm. But I got involved very early on in my um, disability work uh, with cause disability. So in my capacity at the National Commission on Disability, the Ghana Council Organization, for persons with disabilities and young voices in Guyana, and mm-hmm. even at the Caribbean level with DPI, I advocate for all forms, all types of disabilities because a lot of the work I do is done on a national level. And, you know, I've been integrally involved in a lot of the initiatives that we have today. So okay. I, I am involved in cross disability advocacy. Okay. Oh, that's all very encouraging. You're very busy. Well, yeah, it is. You know, on Monday, I was telling a friend that I had a 22 hours to stay on Monday. You know, it started early and it ended very late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's pretty pretty hectic sometimes. But sometimes right. you can, it can be not so busy. Right. Oh. Yeah, but you know, you have to know to manage your time and I'm a person like this. Once I 
I don't have anything to do. I get bored very fast. And, you know, it's... I, I guess I enjoy what I do and I get personal satisfaction to see persons with disabilities develop and, you know, they, they're able to be independent financially and otherwise, you know, because of the work that I, you know, I'm, I'm part of. So when you see that okay. transformation, it gives you the satisfaction and that drive to do a lot more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, like I said, you, you stay very busy and active in that capacity. What do you do in your spare time when you do have a minute? <laughs> All right. Um, I do enjoy socialization. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I love traveling. Oh, okay. Um, through my work and stuff, I've been to a number of countries multiple times. I head over various conferences, meetings, and stuff like that. But locally, mm-hmm. I would do tra- I do travel around Guyana. Okay. Um, and I do hang out, you know, hang with friends at you know bars and dinners and stuff like that. So I'm a very active okay. socialite. Oh, okay. Um, and I listen to audiobooks whenever I have the time because I was telling myself I need to listen to a book, and that was like two months ago. And I will start it until now. So, you know, it's, it, uh, but I love it, uh, audiobooks and, you know, learning new things. Oh, okay. Um, and socializing and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all very inspirational and encouraging to all of those because a lot of people, you know, they start out from young blind and did not have vision. But yeah, you had yeah. vision and, and, you became blind and you stayed positive to it. That's that's all a good thing. You know, that's my philosophy, you know, because uh, I believe that the world is created, you know, with energy. It's all about energy. Mm-hmm. And once we project the positive energy, that is what we're going to attract. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always try to remain positive. I always try because I do a lot of, I would say, informal or uh, counseling with persons with disabilities, you know, try to guide them along a path. Of, of development and right. you know, I will tell them because in this life you have to maintain a positive attitude surround right. yourself with positivity and always look at the glass as half full and not mm-hmm. half empty you know you appreciate what you have and don't complain what you don't right about what you don't have you know so it's all about being positive and you know maintaining some level of, of sanity at the same time with all the discrimination and all the issues that are facing persons with disabilities across the, the, the spectrum. Okay. Okay. Well, I thank you for allowing me to do an interview with you and you have inspired me um, to know that, that, you know, that there's so many things out there that you, a person can do as Definitely. once they put their mind to it, that you know, becoming blind isn't a defeat, but it can be a challenge. But you can overcome the challenges. Definitely, you know, and and that's life. Life without challenges, it would be very boring. And <laughs> but it's how we deal with those challenges as individuals that will make right. us or break us. Right. And as persons with disabilities, we should not see our challenges as barriers but as stepping stones to help us to to be better persons right okay that's a word of encouragement okay well like i said i want to thank you 
for allowing me to interview you. It was my pleasure. And you have a good evening. You too, Marlon. <laughs>